0: You're listening to Don's Cast, unofficial fan podcast about the greatest fan football team, the Essendon Bombers. My name is Jamie. And I'm Nick. And mate, three in a row, four of our last five, and somehow the only team we lost to in that last five weeks was West
1: Coast. Hell, it sounds like a uh, pretty Essendon thing to do over, over recent years, mate. Um, you know, beat some uh, contenders and lose to the bottom sides. Um, and look, it is um, really unfortunate that we're yeah, leaving our run late when the um, yeah, the race is already run. Uh, so, uh, you know, as much as some people might be uh, being very optimistic in their assessment and thinking, uh, you yeah, know, there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance um, we can uh, make finals. Um, yeah, I don't see that happening myself.
0: Yeah, I think Fox footy's got us at 4%. But, um, yeah, very much uh, the only way that would happen... There's you know a series of things that are so much unlikely, and um, let's face it, uh, you know, we have we just wondering where was all this wonderful play that we're doing now earlier in the year. But I, I digress. I guess the main thing is that well, we've seen improvement. Um, you know, I certainly enjoyed going to the footy the last month in terms of you know just seeing the change in style, and it's so noticeable. You know, it's just that quick movement again and. You know, players, you know, working hard at both ends. And, you know, it's really, yeah, uh, you know, it's almost gives you that feeling of, you know, what could have been if we got our act together earlier. Yeah. But um, as I said, we, we can just hope that this is the last year that we have to go through a season like this. And hopefully from here with the talent we've got on our list and what we might add to it, um, surely, Next season, we'll be ready to go earlier in the year.
1: Surely. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, look, and it is, um, you know, when you do take a step back and you know, look at our, our list objectively, uh, we do have a lot of, you know, good young talent coming through. And I think that's something we can all uh, be guilty of, or certainly I can be guilty of, uh, I suppose, forgetting where we are putting through uh, pretty piss-poor performances uh, you know, the last month or so, yeah, you know, we have uh, put together some some good games, um, and certainly the game against the Gold Coast for mine was a far like the the most consistent game across all quarters um, that I've seen from Essendon this year. Um, yeah, certainly I didn't notice any, you know, uh, major lapses. We didn't let you know runs of goals of you know seven, eight, nine in a row or anything like that. There wasn't any lapse in concentration or physicality. Um, yeah, personally, I think yeah, Gold Coast really came out to play, James. Um, they were playing a really aggressive brand of footy, uh, perhaps overly so, which is perhaps reflected in the uh, free kick count, which uh, we actually won, Jane, Which is yeah. a um, you know not a uh, you know thing that happen thing that happens often for Essendon, but uh, I think that did come from you know Gold Coast um, you know aggressive attack at the at the ball at the man um and which did sort of boil over to um you know giving away free kicks I will say that there were some paid for both sides um which were a bit iffy uh so perhaps the umpires weren't necessarily um, against one team or the other perhaps they just were pretty substandard um I don't know what you thought you know from being there at the match jam
0: yeah I look at you, know, you always feel hard done by when you. At one stage, I remember seeing the free kick count mm. came up on the screen: nineteen free kicks to Essendon, seven to Gold Coast, mm. and I still felt like we were ripped off. But um, yeah, yeah I guess that's the passion of of a fan. But um, yeah, I look at it was noticeable how hard we were going at the footy, and and they were trying to respond, mm. and just uh, yeah, as you say, in their um. In their efforts to respond, they were stepping over the line sometimes and that was leading to free kicks our way. So, yeah, I, I thought, you know, it was a pretty hard physical game. Um, mm. Probably came across like that on TV, I imagine.
1: Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, both sides were, were cracking in pretty hard. And I, I did like that our boys stood up to the occasion. Um, you know, it didn't seem like anyone took a backward step on the night, um, which was great to see because certainly... You know, if Gold Coast intention was to, you know, if we go hard at them early, they're just going to fall off. They're going to, you know, um, hear footsteps and, um, you know, go soft at the footy. And certainly, I, I would say, you know, a few weeks ago now, we, we probably would have crumbled under that sort of pressure. Um, but fortunately, we stood up. So I think that's a real testament uh, to the team to, you know, they've obviously caught a lot of criticism over this year, you know, from ourselves included, um, and they've really turned it around. Unfortunately, um, yep, the season's uh, long gone now, but um, that should be setting the foundations for what we can uh, reasonably expect next year um, because uh, certainly uh, there has been a massive change in terms of, um, you know, endeavour uh, in the contest. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's been a marked change, you know, over the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, Oh, we should remember probably uh, down at uh, Darcy Parish. You know, one of our best midfielders mm. has been out for a large period of this time, and um, some will argue, you know, that's given opportunity to players like Corvall and Hobbs and so forth to get more midfield minutes. Yep. Um, so you know, I, you know, without doubt, we're missing Darcy, but I, I mean. It's good cover, isn't it, that underneath it we've got this nucleus that can actually uh, pick up the slack and, you know, maybe you know, it says that maybe we don't need Darcy on the ball when he returns 90% of the game time. Like, he mm. can rest forward. He, you know, he's not about to kick a goal himself. Um, yeah, you know, the other play that we're missing, you know, that I think we be really enjoying this low of the footy that we're playing now is Archie Perkins. You know, he's another one that will, you know, he'll torch teams if uh, he gets more opportunity and Mm. he's kind of starved of opportunity for much of his season just because of how stagnant we were with our Yep. So, yeah, I don't think we've hit our ceiling as as well as we've played. Um, You know, was a couple more additions to the team and hopefully before the end of the year, you know, I think we'll see the nucleus maybe a Aside that, you yeah, know, you can contend for finals next year.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point, James. It's that, yeah, you know, finding a balance of the of your best 22. And, uh, you know, that includes not only who you select, but, you know, what percentage they go into the middle and all the rest of it. So I think that's a really good point regarding uh, Parrish. Uh, another one I'd, I'd throw up there, Jane, is, uh yeah, another thing we've changed. Last three games, Jane, um, who's played for us? Brown and Zerk Thatcher. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, and he's really stood up um, you know, for all three games. He's uh, shown some real poise down there. And again, um, showed some real uh, real promise there on the night. Played a really solid performance. And, uh, you know, we were missing that, uh, I suppose, key defender. You know, we're often seeing, you know, Ridley, you know, having to play man on man, which isn't generally his game. He's that sort of third man up uh, interceptor. Um, you know, Lav having to play on, you know, blokes, uh, you know, he's given up quite a lot of size and height. Um and uh you know we were basically playing Kelly as a, a sort of you know third tour game, Uh and now he's been actually shutting down those smaller forwards, you know, uh you know, last week against Cameron, um, and then this week's this week against um uh Rankin. So um yeah, we actually got him to play the role that you we know, recruited him for ostensibly. And uh, we just look so much more balanced uh, down in their back six or seven, um, which is fantastic to see. So, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, from the the course of the year and in our recent run of form, we've we've seen things in players and um, gone, okay, this is this is what works for them. This is what works for the team. Because um, certainly, if we can see much more of this sort of consistent level of performance uh, throughout the course of games, uh, and then throughout the course of the year, um, you know, we should uh, be uh, marching up for contention uh, in the 2023 season. Yeah.
0: And, like, I, I think uh, our, our frustration uh, as Essence supporters are, you know, this kind of goes down this track. And, uh, you know, I've heard Matthew Lloyd speak about this. You know, we we kind of fire near the end of the season, almost tease a little bit, you know, like, mm. And um, that's why, you know, from round one next year, we've got to be, you know, we've, we've got to be content with it. That's our game style. You know, we, you, know found, you can see it's poles apart how we were playing earlier in the year to now. Yep. You know, that stagnant chip kick and try and hold possession and, you know, our defensive efforts were just so poor. And I think that was the best of, you know thing on the weekend. Uh, you know, sitting on level three, which I don't usually do, uh, but it gives you a great vision of the whole ground, and just the work rate of every line to put pressure on the Gold Coast was just so evident. And it was like I said, poles apart from what we were doing earlier in the year, where we just looked lost while the opposition just toyed with us.
1: Mm. And I think that's a good point, Jane. That pressure, it first, like it forced quite a lot of turnovers, like throughout the course of the match, set, like Gold Coast. Um, coughed up seventy four turnovers to our fifty two. Now, if you're coughing up the footy an extra twenty odd times, that's an extra twenty times we've got the ball in our hand. It's more, uh, I suppose, possession. Um, and you're right, mate. That, that pressure forced them to play a bit of scared footy. Yeah. Um, and you're never going to be able to, uh, you know, hit targets um, if you're, um, you know, I suppose, going short steps into a into a contest, not backing yourself. You know, that's where you know you generally come off second best, and um, certainly I think our guys uh, use that to our advantage. You know, we saw guys like like Sheil who, um, you know, really backed himself with his run and carry uh, in this match. He you know ripped ripped sort of holes through um you know the goal coast through the middle as did Hind. Um, and as did uh, Sammy Draper uh, when he uh, <laughs> went for his uh, massive goal. run yeah, so Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And it's those sorts of things where the boys are actually backing themselves mm-hmm. in, where effectively we're feeding off um, mm-hmm. off our pressure and, uh, you know, Gold Coast taking short steps. So, um, yeah. Redman the other one, mate. Like yeah, Redmond. absolutely. He, he They're all just game. trying to
0: burn the opposition.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the, that's the thing. It's not going to work every time. And different opposition have different levels of maturity. I mean. You know, certainly you'd imagine a you know, Geelong outfit um, or, uh, you know, Melbourne outfit would, would certainly, um, you know, they've got the experience and, and the, I suppose more mature bodies and uh, to, to sort of withstand that, that kind of pressure uh, a bit more. But in any case, no one likes to be pressured when they're, you know, um, when they're taking a kick, when they're um, going for a run. So if we can, you know, even against a, the more seasoned sides, um, yeah pressure that kick it just puts that little bit of doubt in their mind which allows you know our defenders to you know, be able to set up a bit more more readily' um, yeah, it's, it's every everything sort of feeds into that so I think that sort of level of, of pressure whether we're rewarded for it or not uh, in, in terms of turnovers uh, should be the standard of the, the kind of game we want to play because certainly that looks a whole lot better and a lot more competitive. Than this sort of chip side to side uh sort of crab football we were playing uh the first half of the year.
0: Mate, um it's just come through on the AFL app. Matthew Lloyd's come out and said, I won't tip Essendon to make the finals next year. And all these wins are just a false currency. What do you make of that?
1: Well, look, I, I think it's a it's a fair call, Jane. Um, you yeah, know, too often. You know, have we as fans been effectively sold into a vision uh, that that doesn't, you know, come out with anything, um, you know, and the wins now, while we sort of feel positive about those individual wins, uh, I don't think excuses that first half of the year, but we were uncompetitive in games um, where you, you really questioned the uh, the leadership on-field, the leadership off-field, um, you know, what I suppose the character of the football club is and until we can demonstrate that we are mature enough to, I suppose, demonstrate a a consistent level of performance, um, you know, across quarters, across games, um, you know, effectively how I sort of term it is we can't be trusted to perform currently. So I think Matthew Lloyd's absolutely right there. The the onus is on the club now. to not rest on its laurels and say, oh yeah, well, look how good we did at the end of last year. Because yeah, you know, remember at the back of last year, James, everyone was, was on the bandwagon thinking, oh, yeah, they've put together a yeah, fairly consistent season. Um, you know, we we trusted the administration, we trusted the, the players on the field, uh, or certainly I did. Uh, and then we were sadly disappointed, um, uh, yeah, particularly the first 12, 13 um, yeah, matches of the year. So yeah, I actually back um, Matthew Lloyd in there um, because, you know, if you if someone said to you, um, you know, would you bet your house on uh, Essendon making the finals or not, would you trust um, us to perform knowing our history of, you know, constantly, you know, building a vision uh, and then not actually going through it with that?
0: Yeah, look, I've got to say, mate, yeah, every, what everyone tells us, footy's a business these days. Mm. I'll tell you what, Essendon's got the perfect model to start their business up pretty well each, each year, yeah. selling hope, you know. Um, yeah. So, you know, we got to 80,000 members this year and, you know, it's a pretty extraordinary result really. You know, um, on the back of the footy we've been playing, yeah. um, you know, I'm sure a bulk of them are people who buy a membership regardless of, you know, if we're playing the best footy or the worst footy, but mm. um, to get to 80,000 is no uh, easy result to do. Mm. Um, and I guess the back end of this year is going to sell that hope again. Um, and, you know, like, but wouldn't it be great to have some substance behind it? Yeah. You know, where it's actually, you know, a, you know, an actual a, a foothold or a, a footprint of where we're going. And, um, you know, I'd really like to see this, you know, mean something. But um, I guess um, none of us have a crystal ball. So, like all ever, all, of the, you know, for all the people in life, we just say day by day, but I mean, like, yeah, I've had enough of this false hope. I want to see some, you know, real substance. But, mate, the other great news that we've had during the week was Michael Hurley. He returned mm-hmm. to footy uh, through the VFL program. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he played a half and... I didn't touch the ball in the first half, but was out there and uh, sorry, in the first quarter, but um, found a bit of the footy in the second uh, quarter and actually set up a couple of goals, I think.
1: Yeah, got a few touches and uh, yeah, apparently a bit of clever footy, a couple of uh, yeah, nice taps uh, down to I think it was Voss um, who um, actually kicked four goals for the game, which is yeah, uh, in
0: the first half, he could, you know, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, which is uh, pretty bloody good. Um, so, yeah. You know, it's just great to, you know, see Hurley out and about, um, yeah, with a smile on his face and, um, yeah, playing a uh, yeah. He didn't just sort of make up the numbers. It wasn't just a charity, yeah. Let him run out there. Um, he actually, uh, you know, Certainly in that second quarter, showed a bit of um, you know his footy smarts and why he was uh, such a great um, player for us. Um, I've got to say, mate, just quickly the um, the vision
0: that we saw. Where uh, Truff announced that he'd be playing BFL. Like, um, just the response from the players shows how much he's, he means to that entire playing group. And it was, yeah. you know, it was like, you know, some, you know they'd all won Tatsiloto or something. They were, yeah. they were that happy to see yeah. him, you know,
1: get to run out in the field. Yeah, no, fantastic. Um, fantastic for Hurls. And uh, yeah, well done to the club for sticking with him for, you know, I suppose, getting everything in place for him um, in order to recover fully. Uh, well, yeah, as, as best as he could. And certainly everything you hear is he was so committed to, um, you know, uh, doing everything he could to actually recover from that injury and um, and strengthen, you know, the muscles around the injury. And, um, yeah, to, to actually just be able to get back running again has been a massive feat. And then to, you know, get your body... Ready enough um, to actually go out and play a competitive level of footy, um, you know, even at VFL level is a huge uh, task, James, which I think shouldn't be understated. You know, whether it's VFL or, or AFL, that's a, it's a pretty bloody, um, you know, tough league. Certainly, there's no no gimmies out there. So, um, uh, well done to Hells and uh, yeah, well done to club for uh, for getting him back.
0: Uh, well mate, let's uh, get into the game itself. Mm. Um, so I, I went to the game and, you know, obviously been impressed with our last couple of weeks, you know. Um, I guess there was suggestion that we should have won by more the week before against Brisbane with the amount of players they had out and, um, you know, Gold Coast to their luck. A lot of the teams around them had lost this week. Mm. So I kind of went into the game thinking, well, Gold Coast got everything to play for. They're going to leave everything on the table. And um, yeah, I just felt, oh yeah. sometimes as fans we have that blind confidence. I, I actually was trying to set myself that, yeah, this means so much more to Gold Coast than us, and, um, you know, you have to brace to see, uh, you know, what, how it was going to play out. But uh, yeah, despite uh, Marble Child uh, getting the first behind of the game, yeah, the Bombers just went on a bit of a
1: blitz. Yeah, we did mate, and it started um, with that great run of play from McGrath. Like he really worked the ball up the ground uh, by hand and foot, um, you know, along the middle of the ground, um, and he released Redmond, who kicked it nicely to Martin in the pocket, and he got met hard by the defender. Uh, and what I loved about that was, um, you know, the boys really got in the face of the Gold Coast defenders, and uh, yeah, silly enough, they gave away a fifty there to make it a certainty for Martin. So it was a good. Uh, Good start there. And then we saw um, Hep, you know, and he's done this a number of times over his career. He stood under a high ball um, and there was a front on contact, um, you know, when he went to take the mark and that was paid. Um, and, uh, you know, he did it again soon after when uh, goal case were pushing up on the wing. So, yeah, I thought Hep started uh, pretty well there on the wing. Uh, and then when he intercepted the footy down back and brought it forward and Langford showed some real class to pick the ball up off the deck cleanly and release hands uh, to, I think, McGrath, it was, um, who hit Durham in the pocket. And uh, he kicked the goal from about 35 metres out, Jane. Great goal.
0: Yeah, it was very accurate. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, it was a really good intent. You know, we, we were contained to locking the ball uh, in our side, you know, that forward front on the ground. So... Uh, and, Get the first two goals, it was fantastic, and that it, continued.
1: It, it did, mate. Um, you know, Langford again picked up the footy, um, just reading it better than everyone else, uh, and he released two meter. Peter was able to waltz in, Jamin, and his um, you know, big looping strides, mate. I reckon he was taking up three meters every time he he took a step. Um, so he waltzed to the open goal to to kick it.
0: He gave it to the Gold Coast fans too. Mate. I like that.
1: <laughs> Both of them. Um yeah. But, uh, yeah, then we saw, yeah, the Suns were really getting worried. Uh, and when Redman you know, made a hole in the middle of the ground, he kicked it to two-metre Peter and he was interfered with going for the mark. And that was paid and he went to went back to slot the goal from 45.
0: Yeah, that's a beautiful kick for the goal, mate. Like, you know, these are 45-metre-plus kicks and – yeah, you know, a slight angle, but um
1: yeah, just gun barrel straight, you know, sometimes. Mm. Uh, then we saw um, you know, Hobbs get absolutely crunched um, in a hit that, you know, I, re- I reckon should be reviewed by a match review panel because, um, yeah, it looks like head-eye contact, you know, incidental or not. Um, it certainly knocked him around and he certainly went off the ground uh, basically for the rest of that quarter, um, if I remember. Um but we kept going, and uh, yeah, we saw Martin snap for goal, but that curved just too much uh, for a minor score. Unfortunately, case were then able to break the seal at the other end through Choll.
0: Yeah, that, you know, um, they kind of capitalised on a mistake from our end, and um, they were able to get that goal, and followed by a few more after
1: that. Yeah, mate, we saw Casbolt. Uh, you know, Able to slot one from the pocket and he had his uh, kicking boots on early, James. I know Casbolt over the years has been known to have good hands, but a rubbish kick on him. Um, but he certainly uh yeah, he was kicking goals uh yeah through this game. Um yeah, we saw uh Stringer taken down in the center without the footy. Um but he uh he actually uh yeah got the free kick and hit Phillips at center half forward really nicely, but Phillips just coughed it up. Um, you know, a rubbish pass, and yeah, went up the other end very quickly for Charles Kiki second. Yeah, I'm going to put a little blame on uh, Stringer
0: there because, like, he demanded that footy, you know, like, mm. and then it was just like, it was, you know, skew if the pass from him, you know, like, mm. as well. So, yeah, it was just, yeah, he could have gone down, gone back, and pumped it forward, but you know, that turnover really is costly. Yeah,
1: um, certainly was. Um, Yep, soon after, we saw Caswalt again take a mark and kick a goal from the pocket. Um then we saw Caldwell get slung at a, a pretty vicious tackle um, middle of the ground, and that, that was paid. But we just couldn't get a clean look inside 50. You know, Gold coast after, you know, we, we sort of jumped with that first four goals, seemed to um, you know, put a couple of men back there. Um, but it went straight up the other end. Um, and fortunately for us, our defenders really stood up um and got it out uh we saw redmond get get smashed as he kicked it um but he worked it up to uh two meter peter in the pocket unfortunately on this occasion he um he missed uh and then we saw ainsworth get crunched in the tackle in their forward pocket and um he dropped the footy mate but uh you know not not paid and i thought geez that's one that, that he had to be gone um but to our credit, we, we played the whistle, and uh, yeah, Merritt, we saw kick inside 50. Um, but Guelphie was sort of concentrating on the man rather than the ball, and it sort of dribbled through for a point. Uh, Draper was battling hard with Chole and um, as he couldn't get a clean possession, he just threw a boot at the footy off the ground, and <laughs> he just launched it to, uh, to Durham, who uh, marked 45 metres out. Um, it was a bit beyond his range, though, and uh, Rebbin came steaming through for the hands, uh, but his kick, which was an absolute worm-burner, um, you know, went astray. Um, we saw Snelling then tackle the coaches um, as he went to pick up the footy. Um, but, uh, yeah, nothing doing there. But at the end of the quarter, we were up by the three points, so four goals, 4-28, to the Suns, four goals, 1-25. Yeah, it's after a brilliant start by the Bombers uh in- the uh,
0: Suns had kind of wound it back, you know, made a tight contest. And even though we had a lot of the play in that last few minutes, uh, we weren't able to capitalize and give ourselves a lead. So, yeah, we went into the second quarter and, you know, in the hope that we could uh, you know, break it open, uh, started down the goal Coast then.
1: It made, uh, Chol got another snap at goal to start the quarter, but he missed again. Uh, but up the other end, Hepp kicked it to the top of the square and Harry Jones came through to and take a strong grab jam. And he uh, slotted it from 20 metres out straight in front.
0: Yeah, really good mark. You know, contested and um, you know, it was important that we you know, drew first blood in that second quarter, I thought. Yeah, you know, it was a good mark for him.
1: It was, mate. Um, yeah, the next we saw, uh, Case looked over a you know, pretty open run. Up forward and it looked like Chol um, seemed to have got a goal for the Suns, but um, fortunately for us, Zirk Thatcher had been held, um, and that was that was paid for us. So, um, yeah, the umpire was looking out for us on that occasion. Uh, and then we saw a beautiful kick from Shearland in the middle of the ground, uh, for Jones to mark. Um, now he was sort of more sort of straight in front, but he was a fair distance out, and he passed to Martin in the in the pocket. Um, so. Yes, he, he, I suppose he shortened the distance, but I suppose um, you know limited the angle um, that he was um, kicking for. So, you know, I would have liked to see James have a, have a shot with that one. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it was good to see, you know, even without the footy, the boys have been sticking some really big tackles, Jane. um particularly that, that time of the match. You know, goal case were really coming for us, and we saw some from, you know, Caldwell from Shield, um, which was excellent to see. Uh, and then, as we saw, Ainsworth, you know, break through the middle and uh, he kicked it to a one-on-one. Lev did bloody well to spoil Chol, I thought, and, uh, and rush it through. So that was, a, that was a massive contest, I thought. Yeah. Um, again,
0: our defensive uh, backs were really doing well, you know. Kelly was doing a great job in ranking it. And, and, you know, um, even though Chol and Cos- Casbalt had had a couple of goals each by this stage. And uh, Charles was looking a little bit dangerous there. I thought Lab was doing some good stuff down there to ensure that they didn't
1: have it all their way. That's right, mate. And then we saw uh, Caldwell grab the footy and he just launched it inside 50, a massive floater. Uh, and that's where we saw Phillips, uh, you know, he had to sort of, you know, run for, run for it, but just more or less sit under it. And I thought he showed great courage, Jamie. He never took his eyes off the footy. You know, there could have been someone coming the other way. Um, but fortunately he was able to, to mark uncontested, uh, only about 20 metres out straight in front, and he was uh, good enough to kick it through.
0: Yeah, and I've got to say, mate, I, I turned to my daughter and I said, oh, have you ever seen a giraffe take a mark? Because <laughs> he had that loping style and his neck was like on an unusual angle to <laughs> try and take the mark. So, um, yeah, it was a, as you say, it was courage that he took the mark and, you know, skill that he kicked the goal."
1: Was mate, um, and then we saw a shield um, really start to lift. And uh, yeah, he went through the middle of the ground and yeah, really should have pumped it for goal. Uh, but he kicked it to Jones, who wasn't able to mark. But as the Suns tried to work it out, it was intercepted. Um, and then Snelling was pushed in the back, uh, but unfortunately, uh, it was too far from goal for him at 45 metres out. And again, he tried to hit Jones, who um, wasn't able to mark in the pack. But the ball came out, and eventually the stringer, and he put it on the boot, mate, and floated it through the big sticks.
0: Yeah, that's a only Jake Stringer can kick those goals. <laughs> you know, like I don't think anyone on our on our list, apart from maybe Martin, that could maybe kick a goal like that. You know, just you know, he didn't have much time to compute. If you know, balls uh, between the hand and bang, straight on the foot, and floated through. Yeah, really classy goal,
1: absolutely, mate. Um, so it was great work there. And then we saw you know Draper get a rush ping at goal. Uh, unfortunately, you know, it looks good, but it hit the post. Uh, meanwhile, up the other end, uh, Snelling chipped a lazy kick inside goal case forward 50, and uh, Dave was able to snaffle that one and uh, and kick the goal. Yeah, uh,
0: I've got to say, mate, like, uh, yeah, we do a one on one, yeah, we'll buy the numbers later on. Jake. But um, Snelling really didn't have a great game. And I, I don't think he's played well since he's really returned. But uh, yeah, he, he seems lacking
1: a touch. Certainly is, mate. He's getting to the right spots, but certainly he's kicking um, yeah, left a bit to be desired. And he's got um, the old iron hands going away. <laughs> i don't give <a> yes. bet. <laughs> he certainly <laughs> does that. Uh, then we saw Reben show some real pace and skill running the ball from defensive 50 and hitting two meter peter beautifully. Um, Unfortunately, we managed just a minor score from that play, but it was great work from Redmond. Um, and then uh, uh, we saw yeah, Hind have that shot at goal, uh, unable to, to put it through. Uh, and then as Redmond beelined the footy, Langford picked it up and showed some real poise to uh, turn and kick to 2 meter Peter in the pocket. And while he clunked it, he, uh, he missed the kick uh, to the right, but... You know, it was just great to see we continuing to playing that attacking brand of footy jam yeah you know, getting all their scoring opportunities um we saw uh Hyde then cut a path through the middle of the ground to, to deliver beautifully to draper he marked straight in front and he went back to dobert so excellent work from the big man
0: yeah i got to say drapes uh kicking for goals certainly improved you know yeah. i remember um you know wherever he marked the footy you knows like flip of the coin if it was going to get anywhere near the goals but yeah, even though it's still an unusual kicking uh, technique, it's generally pretty straight now.
1: Yeah, mate, you don't uh, never complain when they're effective. Um, we saw uh, Fiorini then had a snap of goal, but he missed before Draper uh, took a huge grab on the wing. Um, it was a massive fly from the big man. Unfortunately, we fudged the uh, the first entry, uh, but then Redmond made sure of the second, kicking nicely to Langford, twenty metres out, almost straight in front. But he missed Jay, uh, and he—he's you know, one I'd more you know, generally say is one of the more reliable kicks of goal in our team. Mm. And you yeah, have, I, you have to kick those.
0: Yeah, so surprised he missed that, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, because like he kicked so well last the previous week against Brisbane, uh,
1: but yeah, just you no, know, some reason he, he he missed that. He did, mate. Um, and then we saw—I uh, think it was Lacocious. Uh, go For a very long run, Jamin, uh, you yeah, know, forgot he needed to bounce the ball. This Stringer just beeline for him, he, <laughs> he steamed towards him, he was picking up a bit of pace there, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, Stringer effectively pressured him out of the footy, and uh, the free was paid. And uh, Jakey Stringer made them pay, uh, with a goal.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt Jake Stringer spooked lococious, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you say, he had some real speed behind him, like. By- and that's what puts out in location's mind could he have a bounce and uh, mm. you know and as I said he, he was reliable to kick that goal and you know it really drives home our efficiency going forward.
1: It did mate. Um, yeah then we saw um, uh, you know we pumped it inside 50 and Hobbs ran onto it and should have kicked the goal but unfortunately he missed on that occasion uh, uh, as he would you know later in the game as well but um then we saw some great work with 2-metre uh, Peter tapping tapping the ball and shepherding for Hobbs to run onto it. And uh, he passed to Guelphie who hit Jones 45 metres out on a fair angle and unfortunately didn't uh, trouble the scorer. But I thought that play from 2-metre Peter to, to lay that sh- shepherd uh, and allow Hobbs that space to, you know, take the ball up the ground was was just fantastic teamwork, mate. Yeah, it was. And, you yeah, that team connectivity uh, is
0: really evident you see everyone's on the same page They're working for the same goal and you know that uh, that really is showing some real you know go going on the
1: scoreboard then mate and uh, we finished the half uh, five goals up so nine goals 10 64 to the goal case five goals for 34 mm-hmm.
0: very good uh, first half 40 you know apart from that patch where they kicked their four goals in a row um yeah, defensive work as a team that made things uh, really tough on the Gold Coast. And they were less uh, less likely to take the game on. You know, they were quick to play the hot, hot potato role because we had so much intent. Um, yeah, they, it was like they were just trying to
1: pass the buck, so to speak. And you know, it was great to see a good half lead. Absolutely, mate. And as we entered the third quarter again, uh, Shield came through and showed some great composure to uh, work it out of the square. And uh, we've got a decent look forward, but unfortunately, Langford's clever kick towards goal uh, was rushed through for a minor score. Uh, and then we saw a um, yeah, massive tackle from Redmond to stop Ainsworth in his tracks. Um, he had absolutely pole him, which was a great stuff from the Red Dog. Um, we then saw Merritt. Yeah, hit Corwell, uh with a nice kick just inside fifty, and he, uh, he tried to hit Martin in the pocket. Uh, and while he couldn't get the mark, he worried the defender out of the footy. And uh, Martin hit Langford, um, who sent it to Stringer, who marked and kicked his third goal.
0: And when Jake's kicking goals, uh, easily means it's a good sign for the Bombers, and they had three goals early in the third quarter. Uh, Gold Coast was starting to worry; he was starting to worry them big time.
1: Absolutely, mate. You know, And he nearly got his fourth when Martin had a, uh, a shot at goal, which was short. And um, uh, yeah, as much as we um, you know, tried to, to force the issue, um, we just couldn't get a, a clean look at goal. And, uh, you know, Gold Coast were really flooding back there. Um, you know, we kept pressuring as well. And um, Gold Coast tried to dump kick it out. And Redmond intercepted the, uh, the footy right on 50. Uh, and he thought he was going to launch a goal, but unfortunately his, uh, his kick wasn't his best. Um, we then saw uh, Corbeil have a hurried shot and goal, which was like he'd always hit the roof, Jane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it uh, yeah, it was rushed through. So we continued to attack, but just not making the most of it. And, yeah, we did have a lot of the footy, but then you um, yeah, got a look at goal through Rankin, but fortunately he missed, um, as did... Anderson soon after, he kicked it out on the fourth. So uh, fortunately for us, his kicking boots that he, uh, you know, demonstrated against Richmond uh, went on on the night. Uh, Guelphy then crunched rail in a massive tackle, mate, uh, and he was rewarded, uh, which was excellent to see. Um, Hobbs then got a chance to uh, run into goal again, and he tried the dribbler, uh, and it was rushed through. And and that's one, and he'll learn as as a young player, like he had more time than he probably thought he had. Uh, so he you know, could have composed himself a bit more and uh, yeah made sure of it. I think he yeah, had a lot more space. Could have been ran right into goal. But uh, yeah, from a young player, you, oh, I certainly don't uh, um, you know, hold that against him. Um, and then we saw Langford uh, then hit Hobbs in the pocket. Um, and I reckon it went about 20 metres, James. But we were told it wasn't the required 15. Uh, bit of a <laughs> crazy call there, but... Uh, yeah, Gold Coast then worked it out of danger before we went again. And this time, Jonesy crumbed, worked through the traffic and slotted the goal on his left.
0: And that was a great goal by Harrison Jones, you know. Really took the game on. As I said, uh, had to weave around three Gold Coast players and you know, put it nicely through the
1: goals. It was beautiful, mate. Uh, yeah, we saw Stringer have another ping at goal, but... Uh, Missed on that occasion. Uh, Hobbs then got a cheeky shot and goal um, on the left, but uh, he missed uh, before, uh, you know, Gold Coast really looked to be lining up in their forward 50. But Zerk Thatcher came in with a huge effort, James, to literally put his body on the line and uh, get a fist on the ball to uh, save a, you know, what looked to be a certain red-time goal. Um, and he got pretty hurt in that one. It looked to get a bit winded, and I thought it was just a massive effort from Zerk to actually get to that footy uh, and affect the spoil. And what a resurgence from uh, Zerk Thatcher! And
0: as you say, mate, he was prepared to wear a bruise, um, you know, to take on that. And, and it was these kind of efforts that were really suffocating the Suns.
1: Was mate, and um, they only scored the two points that quarter, Jane. Um, and we ended up at three quarter time, 11 goals, 16, 82 to their five goals, 6, 36. Um, marching into the fourth quarter, mate, uh, we saw Ridley marking the defensive 50. Um, but, uh, you yeah, that wasn't wasn't paid, uh, allowing Miller to have a shot and goal, but fortunately that was a stray. Um, and, uh, yeah, we saw uh, yeah, Caldwell get run down. Um, so, yeah, goal case where had another opportunity with it, but we won the footy back and Langford hit two meter Peter beautifully in the middle of the ground, releasing Sheil, who again I reckon should have pinned the ears back and, and had a ping. Uh, but he passed to Darren, who, uh, um, you yeah, know, weren't able to, wasn't able to take it and weren't able to get a shot on goal in the end. Uh, so again, I'd, I'd like to see Sheil just have a crack on those occasions. Uh, no, and again, funny. again, uh, you yeah, know, we intercepted um, as case tried to exit. And Snelling had a shot for goal after uh, Alice got him high. Uh, again, his kick missed everything. <laughs> um, and we saw work working up their end. This time, Zerk Thatcher beat Choll in the one-on-one. Uh, and the boys worked it out. So well, he just stood up time and time again, Zerk. Uh, and this time, it ended with Scheel, who again should have launched it. Um, but he uh, tried to hit two-meter Peter. Uh, but the kick was, was no good, so I uh, fluffed it on that occasion. Uh, Langford had a shot for goal soon after, but missed uh, before Lukosius. Then um, get a look after marking, we 35 metres straight in front, and you know he's a good kick of the footy, Lukosius, and he dobbed it. Uh, Day then uh, marked only five metres out on the angle, uh, and he kicked that through, so they had a couple of goals in quick succession.
0: Yeah, and then... Uh, you wondered what was going to happen at the centre bounce, mate. I reckon if we did a straw poll, I don't think we would have picked it.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, mate. We saw Draper go absolutely nuts. He just grabbed the ball out of the middle of the ground, said, stuff you, get out of my way. He sprinted forward, handball to Guelphie, and then he just demanded the football of of Guelphie. to run in further, give it, don't argue, and kick the bloody goal. It was, I mean, it was huge,
0: <laughs> opposite foot, and yeah. oh, what a goal! Like, um, this is the crowd, and I've got to say, like, when the crowd was only twenty three thousand, mate, um, yeah. and it was kind of, you know, not through any fault of in the supporters, but like sometimes when it's there was a bit of lacking of atmosphere at times, but yeah, you heard every one of the twenty three thousand there after that goal. And, uh, then he marched down towards full forward mode, and there was another big reception point.
1: Yeah, I reckon there would have been, but uh, like watching the um, the replay of that goal, actually showed vision of, of track on the on the boundary. Um, you know, watching that bit of play and uh, look, I'm I'm not a professional lip reader, Jane, uh, but he certainly seemed to say words to the effect of f off. <laughs> <F you. laughs> and was
0: a smile, mate. And, um, yeah, you saw Jake Stringer and a couple of them on the bench uh, having a bit of a laugh at that. You know, they, uh, yeah, they knew they'd seen something very unique. But, um, yeah, let's hope uh, for Sammy's sake, he, he might uh, have something to show for it at the end of the year.
1: Absolutely, mate. Um, yeah, we then saw the Suns pump it forward. And after a ball up at the top of the goal square, ranking... Uh, got a toe on it to kick the goal i just want to say with that bit of play jam i don't know if you've watched that that sort of replay of that particular goal but we more or less just we didn't have anyone the goal line um Mm -hmm. there was basically like yeah if you looked at a, a sort of pie chart yeah that that bottom third uh was effectively open and i just thought like why would you allow that amount of space right next to goal it was a bit of a perplexing one whether we just go man on man or, or what but to have that amount of space like right near the goal square seemed a bit yeah, dangerous unusual yeah, definitely. um and then we saw uh, Rankin's next chance was less spectacular as he had a bit of a lazy shot uh towards goal which was uh uh you know gobbled up uh, by our man in the goal square um which uh sort of burnt several I teammates <laughs> yeah so um uh yeah, then we saw, um, you know, Scheele use his pace again to break away on the wing. Handballing to Gwolfi, who hit Hobbs, um, who sent it to Martin. Uh, it was a beautiful kick from Hobbs, actually, and good vision, I thought. And this time, Martin went back to to kick the goal.
0: Yeah, I thought Nick Martin played a really good game, too. Um, you yeah, know, to cap it off was his second goal. But as you say, Hobbs just, like he did it a number of times and wasn't able to capitalise but. He's a good crummer, mate. He he really does read, uh, you know the, the ball well off off the hands and so forth. And yeah, you know, it's good to see him get some reward for his efforts. Uh, you know, setting up the last couple of goals.
1: Absolutely, mate. Uh, yeah, we then saw shield again win the footy for us in the middle of the ground, and the ball ended up with Hobbs, who this time hit stringer beautifully. Um, he he kicked goal number four, and I thought, mate, like. One thing we, we heard about Hobbs he, he's hard at it. Um, you know his disposal, you know, not as good as as it could be, um, but certainly, you know, even though early in the season, um, you know, his kicking did need a bit of work. He seems to have done a mountain of work, him because I thought his uh, his disposal is actually being pretty reliable generally, mm-hmm. um, and to you know, set up those last couple of goals, as you said, was uh, was brilliant. And um, look, mate. I have to say, after, you know, even though the scoreboard doesn't necessarily reflect it in the end, I thought it was a bit of a hard fought game. Uh, and we came came away winning that game by 48 points. So 14 goals, 1903 to the Suns, eight goals, 755.
0: Yeah, I just felt like as a game, we could have easily won 10 goals plus, you know, obviously had a lot of chances um, that went begging. But you know, we just put so much pressure on the Suns, so they could never make a real challenge towards us. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it sets up a really good game coming up this week against the Magpies, you know, who won, I think, nine in a row, mate. Um, so, you know, we want to um, avenge, you know, <laughs> Anzac Day. And, um, yeah, Ginnivan, or whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need to see uh, Jay Kelly uh, take him to the cleaners, mate. And, um because the narrative is uh, he's not getting three hits for the high. Uh I've got that fear he's gonna get about ten of them this weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so long as we make him earn them mate. Um yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, I reckon it'll be it'd be bloody sweet for us to end Collingwood's run. Um yeah. you know, they are definitely one of the teams you you love to uh you know get the get the points over. Um so uh yeah, it will be a good contest. Yeah, for sure. Well, um,
0: as I said, mate, to win three in a row again, still, you know, teams with aspirations for the finals, you know, um, you know, as I said, some people are trying to take the gloss off our win against Brisbane, saying, "Oh, you should have won that by more," you know, um, you know. But let's not forget, Brisbane hardly lose it, the Gabba, and um, again, we took it right up to them and and took home the win, and you know. The Gold Coast Suns had everything to play for this weekend. um, And we never gave them a sniff, you know. So, yeah, I think it's been admirable what we've done the last few weeks. And, um, yeah, let's hope that continues. Absolutely, mate. Well, let's have a break and come back with our Dons cast medal votes. And you're listening to DogsCast. And, mate, uh, always fun to do these votes, although somewhat hard when we have wins, uh, mm. to try and fit just five players into them. So interested to see how your votes were.
1: Yeah, mate, as you say, it was a pretty tough one. But uh, I think either way you land, um, you yeah, know, there were blokes who absolutely deserved their votes. So uh, plenty of apologies to go around today for those who missed out. But uh, starting from the bottom for me... Um, one vote I had to go for uh <clears throat> Dylan shield I thought um you know he just got so much of the footy um which is excellent to see but not only that he actually used the footy um fairly well got us in good um, uh, in good sort of positions with it actually got us 450 odd meters gained which is huge and that was that sort of run and carry he demonstrated he also laid the five tackles got seven um, seven clearances so he was uh, working hard all game and I thought yeah, provided plenty of uh, opportunities going forward yeah I think he got uh, you know, sort of eight scoring involvements at the end of the day and I think that's a, a pretty good effort from your midfielder so um, got some good work there from Dylan The uh, only reason he didn't get more from me was uh, yeah I would have liked him uh, to sort of be more attacking uh, and uh, yeah, have some shots and goal because those, those ones were um, you yeah, sort of was in half mind or whatever. You know, we generally didn't get scoring shots from so, uh, yeah, if you can fix those up, that'd be excellent, but um, still a good game nonetheless. Two votes actually went for uh, Andy McGrath, Um, I thought he played really solidly down back for us, and it wasn't just his defensive work, he actually um, got involved in the offense as well. You know, whether it was handball, link chains, that kind of thing, you know, racked up the sort of eight score involvements, seven intercept possessions, um, and uh, was using the ball really well, going at about 80% disposal efficiency uh racking up the 29 possessions and uh you yeah, know when you're using it well um and he it just his spread as well his willingness to run to positions to you know provide that option racked up the 11 marks now yeah a lot of those were uncontested but he was getting to spots where um yeah that allowed him to provide that extra link of a chain and to get a, a goal assist to go along with that i thought he um played a really solid game for us and um yeah, I think we you know, really appreciate his defensive work as well down back. Um, so two votes for him. Three votes went for Hindy. I thought, um, you know, again, he was just playing so solid. I mean, he's another one. Who, this last sort of four, five, six weeks has been uh, yeah, really solid for us, really showing that flair that uh, we saw last year. Racked up the 26 disposals in the end. He got 662 metres gained for us, James, so that, Provided real drive for half back, um, you know, and um, had a goal assist, but uh, actually had sort of seven score involvements to go with uh, 10 intercept possessions. So, um, yeah, I thought he uh, yeah, provided us with a lot of uh, opportunities uh, to play that attacking brand of footy that I certainly enjoyed over the course of the night. So, three votes for him. Four votes went for Zachy Merritt. I thought he was just outstanding on the night. 36 disposals, yeah, that's great, but it was more how he was using them, Jane, um, and how hard he ran to provide that, you know, second, third, you know, fourth link in the chain. Um, yeah, there was one play where he effectively almost carried it himself from half back to half forward and um, uh, sort of got a goal assist there, where he's, you know, continued... Overlap run um, allowed him to get in, I suppose, more dangerous positions and, and use that left, lethal sort of left boot of his, um, which is excellent. But it wasn't just the, you know, how we use a footy, it was defensive efforts as well. You know, five tackles, nine clearances, absolutely huge. Um, so I thought he had a, a great game for us there. So it gave him the four. But for the five votes, mate, I had to go for Mason Redmond. I thought he was just outstanding on the night. Uh, 34 disposals uh, from a half back isn't isn't too shabby, mate. Uh, and what I liked about that most was he actually used his boot. Uh, so 26 kicks uh, from those 34 disposals, and um, yeah, he's a he's a pretty good kick of the footy, mate. And uh, he actually went at yeah 76.5%, which is uh, not bad. Uh, so all that resulting in nine score involvements and and 11 intercept possessions, uh, and it's just. His toughness around the footy was was really appreciated as well. Four tackles. I think he had uh, yeah, sort of eight contested possessions. And um, yeah, it was just a, a really complete game from Mason Redmond. And yeah, it would have been nice to see him kick a couple of goals, but uh, I think his performance on the night certainly uh, earned him the best on for mine. But how about yourself, mate? How'd you read it?
0: Yeah, pretty similar. I definitely had um, Redmond with the five. Yeah, you know, I thought his efforts uh, just some of his tackles too mate were like just a, yeah outstanding but you know his mm. preparedness to run and you know he's just you know he's, a, he's got a long kick on him mate and he set up a lot of drive forward so yep. yeah I thought he was really important throughout the whole game I gave four to Merritt. I thought Merritt's play was you know 16 score involved mate. that's a massive uh, I think it's a career high 16 score um score involvements for the game. Um, so, and as I said like he he works hard, yeah, he had the five tackles as well. But uh yeah you know, yeah he's using his boot to you know some really good advantage for us and uh, you know, he, he didn't have the same uh, you know, ability to kick goals but like he set up many so yeah I thought you know Zach continued his good form. You know um for me, I had three to Dylan Shield. I thought you know, his hard running um, was really, really good. And as you say, mate, I, I think you know, he could have easily been best on ground if he had pinned the ears back and added a couple of goals. And you know, there's a couple of passes he's tried to do that kind of went above the players' heads and so forth. Mm-hmm. But these are the ones where you just love to see him back himself and charge inside the 50 and kick the goal. Um yeah. But what I'm loving, and this is why we paid the big money for him, just his ability to take the game on now. He's using his spread, you know, mm-hmm. from the contest. Um, and, you know, he's actually exciting to watch when he does that. You know, he's got a burst of speed, you know, that many can't go with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really good to see still playing with some good footy. And we should take our hats off to him, maybe He, he copped a lot of, you know, public stress um, after the – yeah, you know, Luke Parker incident and so forth. Um, a lot of criticism, but I don't think anyone can deny his response from that has been just a class A, mate. And uh, yeah. Yeah, Well to deal for doing that. Um, yeah, I gave two votes to Nick Hind at the game, mate. Our halfback, mate, has been really chopping them up, you know. Um, and him and uh, Redmond really led the way, you know, um, You know, the, the speed and and an attack from the back line is great to watch as a fan as well. Yeah. So good effort by Nick. And I gave one vote, made to Zerk Thatcher. I thought um, his efforts were great. And like I, I think yeah, he probably what tipped me over the edge for that was that effort where he did get winded mate and looked like he bruised his ribs or whatever he did. But uh, that was just a, a class effort. But all day he'd done a bloody good job. And, mm. you know, I thought... Uh, you deserve both, but there's many that you got to apologise to. You know, you look at players like you know. For me, I mean, McGrath had a great game. I thought Caldwell was really good on two pillar. Yep. Um, you know, yeah. You, you had players like you know um, Jordan Ridley. I thought he played pretty well defensively. Um, started to back himself a bit more. And, you know, Jake Kelly did a great job of Isaac Rankin. So. Yeah. So many good players, even uh, Mac Wealthy, mate. Ten tackles and yeah, huge. many of those in the forward 50, you know. So really good effort. And then Nick Marto had a great game. So um, it's great when you see, you know, so many contributors to a good win. So where, where are we at with the uh, John's cast medal? In that, mate? Yeah, mate,
1: there's a fair spread now, but uh, there's, a, there's a big gap between, um, uh, yeah, I suppose the... Also ran in um, you know, our top lot. So um, if I go from the bottom, <clears throat> so uh, Jackie Stringer with one. Zerk Thatcher now on two votes, along with uh, Dan uh, On three votes apiece, you've got Heppel and Cutler. On five votes each, you've got uh, Sammy Durham, Carl Lankford and Alec Waterman. Andy McGrath on six votes. Zach Reed on seven. Hobbs and Ridley on eight. Guelfi on 11. Caldwell on 12. Jake Kelly on 14. Perkins on 16, Laverde on 18, Sammy Draper on 19. And then there's the jump mate. So Peter Wright on 40 votes, Nick Martin on 44, Dylan Sheil on 53, Parrish on 54, Redmond on 55, Hind on 56. And out in front, we've got Zachy Merritt with a total of 63 Don's cast medal votes.
0: Yeah, so it's really, Zach has really charged, hasn't he? Um, mm. You know after that injury he had you know he returned quicker than we thought yep. um, and at that stage I think Parrish had a huge lead. you know he's really you know gobbled up the votes uh, since he's you know he's got his uh, form back and leading the way for us so great to see and you know the strong tip is mate, he'll be our captain next year
1: yeah it wouldn't be uh wouldn't be a bad bad plug he's uh yeah, playing some great footy, so hopefully you can, uh, yeah, that can rub off on the rest of the team, yeah, you know, going forward.
0: Yeah. All right, well, let's have another break, mate. We'll come back with our buy the numbers. Segment. You're listening to Don's Cast as we begin by the numbers, and mate, fresh off thinking a new two-year deal, Andy McGrath. He gave him a vote, and I thought he was—he played a great,
1: great game uh, on the weekend. Certainly so, yeah, did, mate. Um, yeah, it was good to see him uh, yeah, sign that extension. I think that shows a lot of, uh, I suppose, trust in the in a playing group. And um, yeah, we've seen i suppose quite a few signings um, of of young players and to see uh, Andy come along with that that's uh is a, is a pretty good sign and certainly uh yeah, we will need um, you yeah, all that experience and, and leadership um in the years to come um, but for this game as i said you yeah, know Andy McGraw, I thought he had a yeah, a really good game for us so uh yeah not much more to be said for me mate yeah just a 29 disposals mate it's you know, it's a pretty
0: high number for Andy Mm. Um I guess the only strange thing, zero tackles, mate, like something he's pretty well known for. But, um, yeah, I still thought he played a really good defensive game despite not having a tackle. Mm. Sammy Draper, mate, uh, we all talk about that goal. You know, I think I've seen about that about 20 times um, since yesterday. Um, yeah. Just watching the replay of it, it still makes me smile, you know, watching it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought he was pretty good, and despite only having the two masks, he seemed uh, pretty good around the ground. I thought too.
1: Yeah, mate, he provided a contest. Um, you know, at all stages of the match. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, you wouldn't say he um, yeah you know, he uh, he killed in like in terms of taps and everything like that. But I thought his his actual clearance work in the middle of the ground was was quite effective. He used his body to good effect as well. Uh, often sort of uh, you know opening a hole for our Midfielder to, to run through. Um, yeah, to get five clearances, four tackles, which is uh, pretty good for a big bloke. And as you say, mate, like a couple of goals and um, you know, some marks. Yes, he still needs to work on that sort of marking power, I suppose, getting a bit more game sets. But I thought he's, he's just raw enthusiasm uh, uh, exuded from him and, uh, yeah, seemed to be lapped up by the boys. So good. Yeah, game he's definitely
0: ropes. a
1: cold hero, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. You're
0: coming up past looking at cult hero. Yeah, I expect to see a lot more people with the number two on their back coming to Destiny and next year. Um, Kyle Langford had a almost game, mate. Eh? Yeah, he could have had a few goals to his name, mm. walked away behind. So, um, mm. Still had you know, no trouble finding the footy with the 19 disposals and a couple of tackles. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think he'll be ruining that 20-metre kick from goal. You know, it was a real strange one, but... Now, it's just good to see him getting Some continuity and uh, continuing to play games.
1: Yeah, and it is funny mate, that that's sort a of almost game. Uh, I, would, I would agree with that, Jay, because like on some sometimes I was thinking Jayzy played well, like in terms of uh, you know, setting up opportunities for goal. Um, yeah, obviously he had the two goal assists uh, sort of listed on his stat sheet, but he actually set up quite a number of opportunities, which unfortunately just missed the goal for. So whether it was uh, two with Peter or um, or others. Um, I thought he did use a, the ball really well. Um, his field kicking was just beautiful, um, and he's, he's just poised with the footy. He's is excellent and ability to set set blokes up in uh, better positions. Um, and it was just his, his kicking in front of goal, and uh, which which sort of uh, yeah, let him down on the night. Uh, but certainly, I still think he had a really solid game for us, and um, yeah, contributed well uh, to us. Uh, yeah, performing on the night. So I thought a yeah solid game overall.
0: Yeah, Joe Cowell had the job on Tuck Miller and uh, did a great job. I thought, you know, mm. Tuck Miller got eleven disposals in the first ten minutes, uh, you know, of the last term, mm. um, and that was just through gut running. and yeah. A lot of those kicks were under pressure, but I mean, I thought Cowell really made him earn every position he got, and yeah. um, you know, still won a bit of the footy himself with twenty-one disposals, three tackles, you know, and used the ball, you know. Pretty well
1: at 71 percent yeah and that's a I suppose that's a knock on his game for mine James I thought you know he, he sort of butchered the footy on several occasions and, um for him to you know go up forward take a few marks you know he'd really want to work on his forward craft for mine specific, like specifically his goal kicking James because uh, uh didn't trouble the scorers on the night but certainly had opportunities to score. Um, so if you're going to be resting forward or you know, driving forward, that's the area of the game you need to, to work at. Uh, but absolutely, like defensively, um, yeah, played a real solid role on, on Toot Miller, really stifled his influence throughout the game. Um, and as I said, James was able to get enough of the footy as well. His, his actual use of the footy um, and his decision-making, um, you know, bringing the ball forward, um, is good. Like you know, Taking it from half-back to half-forward line, it's just that next stage, um, yeah, getting a bit of forward craft, which I think he needs to work at. But uh, yeah, again, got a couple of goal assists, um, you know, three clearances, uh, and yeah, you know, made Miller's life pretty difficult on the night. And he could have, yeah, you know, he could have been a bit of a spark for him, uh, but he, yeah, more or less slammed that door in uh, the first, yeah, you know, two three quarters of the match. So I thought a solid role from uh, Jai Caldwell, uh, Zach Merritt, mate. We both came in. Pretty much uh,
0: right at the top end of votes, and not much more to say. But 36 disposals, 16 forward, uh, uh, sorry, score involvements, plus five tackles. is a great game
1: from Zach. Yeah, it was, mate. Uh, best on for both of us. Oh, well, no, second best yeah. on for both of us rather. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, not much more to say. No, outstanding game from Zach Merritt.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Ben Hobbs, mate. He showed how brave he
1: was. He cut that,
0: left himself real open to you know, to try and get that footy, and mm. you
1: know,
0: Although he copped an injury, and I thought we were going to see Braden Ham come on. But um, yeah. yeah, he showed his toughness, mate, and stayed out there. And geez, a great crummer. And, um, you know, he's going to be a real elite player inside that midfield uh, as he gets older. Mm. But um, yeah, I just think that, uh, yeah, you'd he, like his time again in a few of those shots of goal. But, yep. you know, as a first year player, still only 18, mate, um, yeah. and it's been great to watch.
1: He has, mate. Um, I do not say like to get up from that. He like, was a solid hit, mate. Um, so um, yeah, certainly a lot of toughness there to to get up after that and and still attack the footy as, as hard as he ever has. Uh, he certainly wasn't taking any short steps throughout the match. Actually, laid the six tackles over the course of the night, which was uh, fantastic. And yep, while he uh, missed those shots of goal, you know that'll put him in good stead for um, for future because he'll show a bit more composure and, and slot those and. Uh, yeah you know, i think he's shown some real class um uh, around the ground with his ball use and um, his ability to find the footy he just gets the right spots Jane. and while he only uh racked up the 15 disposals um he's, i suppose his uh, his footy smarts is really coming through you can absolutely see him you know, play more midfield time uh where we'd be able to you know up those numbers um and continue to get to more contests so um no, I thought it was a really good game from, from Hobbs on the night. And uh yeah, loving what he's producing. Uh yeah, really consistently, uh, especially for an 18 year old.
0: Yeah. Um, Dill Shield, Um what a great game uh, from him as well. As I said, this he's burst out of the centers, uh mm. great to watch and you know, he's become a real contested player, you know, and you know I think at one stage he's leading. I'm not sure if he still is, but he was leading the league, mate. Of, yeah, but he's
1: still the number one
0: contested. Uh, oh, so he's the number clearance player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. you can see why, too. Like, he started that real like, ability to just break the centre square. So, uh, as you say, mate, we'd, we'd love to see him add a couple of goals. You know, is that a, like the highlight goals he used to kick for the Giants, you know, mate? He'd, he'd stream through 50 and, and Dobham, yep. and he's all Australian here. And you know, it just goes to show, you know, love to see him have that uh, confidence to keep going for him.
1: Yep, absolutely. But, uh, no, yeah. no, like, um, yeah, got votes for mine. Um, I thought he had a great game. Just, uh, yep, yeah, like you, mate. Would love to see him have a ping, but um, no, great to see him backing himself with his speed and run through the middle of the ground.
0: Yeah. Now Will Snelling, mate, he's been underwhelming since coming back, and you know, look, the coaches love him obviously, but. Mm. Yeah, it's just these, uh, you know, we used to joke about uh, Trav Collier, mate, and his uh, iron hands. Yeah. Um, gee, Wilson only had them going on uh, on the weekend. There so many times where his touch was lacking, lacking. sorry. Like, you know, you know, just a, a quick one-take handball out would have been, you know, would have set us up. he would had that fumble and mm. there was that little uh, kick sideways which they inter- uh, intercepted him. Yeah. You know, got Gold Coast their first goal after a while. You know, these little blemishes uh you know, like, you know, no doubt he's an important player or the coaches see him as an important player for us. Mm. But um, in some ways, I'd like to see him earn his games and, you know, maybe his touch isn't there. So it be interesting to see if uh, he keeps getting the game. I'm sure the way the coaches value him, he will. But, um, yeah, I'm I just a little bit... Uh, uh, underwhelmed
1: by his return. Yeah, and I think that's that's fair enough. Um, yeah, he, certainly he's getting to the right spots for mine, uh, but he he's not. He doesn't have that touch like that. Uh, I suppose, soft hands to um, yeah, collect the footy, you know, on the up and um, and to and to feed it off. Uh, so certainly, I mean, you can see why they wanted to, wanted to get back to um, to that form. Um, yeah, you know, everyone from pre season was saying like Will Snelling, out of all people, was the one that really understood the game plan and was setting setting blokes up. So you can understand why they want him out there. Um, but I'd be pretty, um, I'd be pretty disappointed if uh, you know we're looking at bringing back a Perkins. Say, um, and yeah, you know, currently this list, who would who would you drop um, from the twenty two to bring in Perkins? Snelling's the one for mine in that role. I'd be pretty disappointed if they kept uh Perkins out. Um, with the way Snelling's currently performing, I think uh Perkins owes a lot more. And um certainly uh, you know, he's, he's a bloke we need to pump games into, um, yeah, for the betterment of, of us as a footy club. So um it'd be interesting to see how selection goes, Jane. But um certainly for Wall Snelling, while I certainly don't doubt his um his efforts, um, he's just lacking that bit of touch. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him uh, back in the seconds just to get that that back and get his performance back and no doubt he'll be back in the ones uh, in the weeks to come.
0: Yeah, probably the argument
1: against that, he's
0: a good contested player and I think going up against Collingwood, uh, there's going to be a lot of contested footy. So I expect to see him out there. Um, Jordan Ridley, mate, um, again, he's uh, starting to get back to his – his groove, I thought, you know, his um, their disposal, but 15 of them kicks, so you know he's going for his kicks again. Mm. And like 100% efficiency, mate. So um, yeah. that's what we used to with uh, Jordan. And although he's playing a bit more of a one-on-one contested brand of footy, um, I still think he's, you know, one of our most elite kicks.
1: He is, mate. Um, so, yeah, as you say, mate, it was great to see him. Use his boot to uh, to good effect, and actually um, racked up five score involvements uh, to go along with his four intercept possessions. So um, yeah, I thought it played a really solid role for us on the night, and um, yeah, hoping he continues to to grow and grow and starts backing himself more and more to use that that peg, uh, which we know can be absolutely lethal. Yeah, uh,
0: Jaden Laverty wasn't as. Uh... Notice well, I think it's mainly because the ball didn't live down at the Gold Coast end. Yeah. But he still did his role, mate. He still made life tough for his opponent. And you know, um, he was uh yeah, he took his seven marks, uh, which is a bit of a highlight of his game these mm. days, uh, holding his grabs. And he's such a strong player over the footy.
1: He is, mate, uh yeah, never takes a backward step, but I thought yeah, played another solid role for us. Like, yep, he wasn't out, outstanding. Um but uh, you know, I, I thought he you know played really well, kept his man accountable, uh, and that's all you can ask for from a defender. Yeah,
0: Nick Hind continued his running there. Um, hard to believe this guy was dropped earlier in the year, um, mate. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see the way that he's playing now, uh, just his speed and uh, when he takes the game and runs through the middles, great to watch as a fan, and you're seeing real benefit from it.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful, and yeah, as you say, mate, he's another one who's really turned his season around because certainly he wasn't playing with that, that flair, and I think yeah, that's equal um, for all of our defenders who are really under the pump at all stages. Um, so now playing with a lot more freedom, and uh, yeah, love and seeing his, his run and carry the footy, his um, you know, use of the ball by foot. Uh, so another yeah great game from Hindy,
0: Peter. Right, mate, he started the game well. Um, he had the two goals early, but wasn't able to add to it. He kind of leant back on his kicks for goal. Mm. You know, he can have these times where he, yeah, you know, he's dead-eyed, you know, for goal, and then other times he, you know, he gets a little bit of an iffy uh, with his shots at goal. Um, yeah, you know, he still took a number of really strong marks, eight marks mm. in total, but yeah. some of them were really, you know, contested marks inside 50. But didn't quite capitalise as he would have liked. But um, his presence still is, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, I thought it was um, it was a solid game from Roddy. Yes, we would have liked to see him, um, yeah, kick more goals as as he always would. Um, but actually, liked how he attacked the footy on this game, and and more than that, I liked the I suppose the team first sort of mentality he kind of went with. a... Uh, he sort of crashed packs when yeah um, to bring the ball to ground, um, even when he he didn't mark it, um, and then when he went up the ground to. Uh, to help us with the release like that, that bump he laid to um, allow Hobbs to get a few more meters um, and run away with the footy was, was absolutely fantastic. That's the stuff I love to see um, where, where blokes, um, you know, use their, use their body to um, help out their teammates. Um, so I thought he had a really solid night. Um, yep. I'd like to see him get a bit more routine with his kicking. And yeah, personally, it, it seems a bit um, yeah, complacent when he does lean back there. And I think, yeah, you know, when you get lazy with the kicking, um, you know the, the result generally follows, um, but it's not as accurate as you'd like it to be. So um, overall, a, a good game, but um, yeah, some, uh, certainly some areas for improvement. But uh, yeah, you, you take two goals from him at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, uh, Tyson Heppel, mate, he's playing better footy on the wing, I reckon. And you know, when he's really glaring, he's struggling down mm. on that halfback wing. Yeah. Um, so since going to the wing, and I thought early really set the tone. You know, taking a number of those marks or yeah, you know, bringing the ball to ground in contested uh, time. So you know, had the nineteen disposals, uh, but the eight marks which are important. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a very serviceable game by Dyson.
1: Yeah, yeah, I reckon so. It was um, it was solid actually. Had the uh, six score involvements and uh, three intercept possessions. Used the ball fairly well at seventy eight point nine percent. Um, and I think, yeah, that that wing area seems to be suiting him fairly well. He's not getting found out for speed because he can use his footy smarts um, and he's not getting burned, um, which, you know, when you, if you're getting burned in the defensive 50, uh, generally you sort of cough up scores, um, whereas, you know, in the wing at least, you know, we've got an opportunity to um, uh, sort of defend from that. Uh, but I think he actually played a yeah pretty solid game for us, Use used some... Um, good options with the footy, uh, I suppose you say. a very serviceable game from him. Yeah. Uh,
0: Sam Durham. Uh, he, you know, his efforts always there, mate. He, he runs hard. He's able to kick that early goal. Um, but, you know, his tackling's getting better. You know, I remember when he first came in, mate. He, he, like his effort was there for tackle, but he didn't have the knowledge. But now he's really going for the hips and bringing players to the ground and
1: you know, adding that pressure with his speed. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, he is that, I suppose, real effort player. Uh, you'd never you'd never doubt that from Daz. It was good to see him you know, lay a few tackles um, on the night. His boy, though, does need some work. Uh, pretty woeful on the night, 53.8%, James, um, yeah. which isn't uh, ideal. But, I mean, I, I still sort of back him in because, you know, he's a young bloke, he's developing. You he can see like what sort of value... Uh, he brings to the team. Um, yeah, in terms of tenacity of the ball, his marking power, um, you yeah, know, taking the four marks there and certainly showing his ability to take a few more. Um, so uh, look I, I think he um, yeah, he does offer the, the team a lot uh, but certainly needs to clean up his uh, his kicking.
0: Yeah. Uh, Harry Jones, good to see you can get it on the scoreboard mate with a couple of goals. Mm. Yeah. He's had it pretty tough since returning. You know, usually gets around that five or six disposals a match, and you know it's hard to make an impact there. But uh, you know, I thought his hands were a little bit more assured, you know, this week and, and that nice, classy goal he kicked in the third. I think it was um, really was uh, a really good uh, goal
1: to kick. It was mate? Um, yeah, it's good to see him get a, a bit of reward for effort um, yeah, with a couple of goals on the night. Yes, he's still finding his touch. Um, but it is good to see him out there and you know, taking a few grabs. I, I still want to see the the Fords really work on their leading patterns because they tend to, you know, all get suctioned to the same football. Um, which, you know, really they should be providing several options. Um, you know, taking a man. Um, you know, because you know, if Peter Wright or Harry Jones only has to do, I suppose, compete with his man as opposed to three or four. Yeah, all flying at the same footy, um, it's got to make everyone's job a bit easier. But, uh, yeah, certainly um, much better for the run. And, um, yeah, hopefully it'll take a bit of confidence uh, from those couple of goals going forward. Jake Stringer, four goals.
0: Um, left a couple behind too, mate. Um, mm. But, uh, you know, when Jake's at his classy best, and, look, here's another one, who's probably unlucky not to get a vote, yeah, you know, adding four goals. Um, yeah, I thought he had a pretty good game.
1: He did, mate. It sort of sounds funny when a bloke kicks four goals and can't get a vote. But, uh, yeah, it, it was kind of one of those Jake Springer games where, um, like, he didn't seem to have a huge amount of impact on the game itself, um, but did bow up for his, for his goals here and there, um, which he absolutely take every day of the week. Uh, I think he's, um, he's still coming, coming back. Um, to, to a bit of fitness, um, but it was good to see him pop up with those goals, Jame. And um, yeah, he does things that only Jake Stringer can do.
0: Yeah. And the other thing I want to add to Jake's game was geez, he's gut running efforts to put pressure on players. Like there was one play where he, he muffed up, mm. and I watched him run from the half forward flank, half forward flank, right through to the Gold Coast line, flat chat, trying to make amends to it. Mm. Unfortunately, he didn't. But, I mean, like, just the effort of Rand, that was a solid sprint. Um, and I was hoping, oh, please don't do a hammy, and he didn't. So, yeah. But it was um, a yeah, fantastic effort. And so you can see, like, he's definitely, you know, putting in the efforts to, uh, you know, put pressure on the opposition. Jeez. Mason Redmond, mate, we both gave him best on with the 34 disposals, 26 kicks, 10 marks, and the four tackles. So... Pretty complete game from Mason Redmond, other than kicking a couple
1: of goals. That's it, mate. Um nah, best on for both of us. So not much more from mine. Fantastic game from Breders.
0: Yeah. Jay Kelly again uh, did the job on Charlie Cameron last week and this week got Isaac Rankin in um, and really <laughs> looked after him, mate. Um, you know, Rankin ranking apart with getting that one goal at <laughs> it pretty Rankin, tough. Rankin. Rankin'. Uh, I'll call it Rankin, the <laughs> mate. Like, <laughs> Now, I like to call him Rankin because he's pretty rank on the night. No, um, uh, I, I I don't know why. I've always added that
1: rank it. <laughs> you like, like Scooter with his dana-ha. <laughs> no, but,
0: um, mate, I'll call him whatever he likes to be called when he comes to Essendon next year. Yeah, absolutely, year, but, mate. <laughs> uh, that'd yeah, be he, nice if
1: he was. So. Absolutely, mate. Uh, off to you, Dodoro. Yeah, um, no, you're right, mate. I thought Jay Kelly had a really solid game for us. Um, yeah, he really shut down uh, Rankin for uh, for most of the game. And, um, yeah, actually got involved in a couple of um, yeah, entries up forward, got the five score involvements as well as 60 and possessions. And he actually went at 100% as well, Jane. Um, you know, for a bloke who, uh, yeah, one of his biggest knocks was his possessions. He seemed to make really smart decisions on the right. So I think uh, a really solid game from Jay Kelly.
0: Yeah, uh Brennan that that's your mate. I found a boat for him. Um mm. and like his last three or four weeks have been just brilliant, or three weeks should be, because he, he should have played in that West Coast loss, mate. Yeah, definitely. He was the one player we're missing now in hindsight. But um yeah, I thought he was, you know, really good again and you know what a great way for him to uh you know uh, come back from spending so much time in the VFL uh, earlier in the year.
1: Yeah, and uh, hats off to him, mate. mate. Um, you know, I've, I've been a doubter. i thinking, um, you know, he's limited. I've, I've never said he's not up to it. Um, but uh, he's, uh, yeah, I just wasn't sure if he'd be, uh, I suppose, up to you know, consistent levels of performance like he's putting out right now and um, absolutely he's, he's playing fantastically. And certainly if he can keep on um yeah, with this sort of level of performance there's no reason why he couldn't uh, yeah, get a lot more games in future i still don't think he's a um you know full lockdown uh big defender uh, you know, i'd be looking forward to seeing him uh, take on some of those big gorillas like a like a Hawkins or um uh, you know any of any of those types but uh, yeah certainly he just keeps on playing his role he's shown a lot more poise with the footy than he than he has in in previous years or certainly that I've seen him anyway um and uh yeah well deserved of uh, of the vote you gave him jane because uh yeah he stood up time and time again um and uh yeah generally used the the footy pretty well to get us out of trouble actually when it uh, 91.7% so well done there Zirkin. One thing I didn't realise is he um, actually had four score involvements himself, Jane, um, to go with his five of his possession. So um ah, very uh, very good game from Brandon Zirk Thatcher.
0: Braden ham, mate. He's got, I think the highest percentage of wins this year by any S sort a of player in his games, mm. mostly from the sub, um, I believe. But um yeah, unfortunately for Braden, he wasn't able to get on. Um, so there's not much sad to, to him, mate, unless you want to. Chip in, no, no, adds another game to his
1: tally, mate.
0: Yeah, it's all right. Um, Andy Phillips, uh, he's really helping now. The, uh, Sam Draper, the burden of actually carrying the ruck on his own. Mm. Um, you know, he's able to kick a goal, and you know, he's a big body in that ruck. You know, um, you don't see a huge lead off when um, you know, when uh, Drapes goes to the bench. He's still got that big, experienced body to go up against uh, the
1: opposition ruck. It does, mate. Um, yeah, look, while he's not, um, you know, prolific on the stat sheet, um, I think just his, his presence around the ground and, um, like, he's a big body. So when he, um, you know, lays his tackles and he laid two of them on the night um, or even a few bumps here and there, you know, blokes have got to feel it and, uh, you know, look out for the, for the second. And, uh, you yeah, certainly I think he is providing a real, um, you know, good assisting role for Draper. Um and uh, as you say, mate, you know, when traps rest forward or, or goes off the ground, the uh make sure we still have a solid presence uh in the ruck there, yeah, you know, getting a number of hit outs himself. So I thought he played um yeah, you know, a solid game without being um outstanding. And uh yeah, it was good to see him uh kick a goal, the big red. Yeah. Uh Mac Guelphie, mate. Um,
0: he doesn't get a lot of the footy always, but his effort's always there and 10 tackles, mate. A lot of those in the forward 50. Mm. Um, and he used the ball pretty well at 93% efficiency.
1: He did, mate. Um, yeah, and I just remember that that bit of play where he um, yeah, skirted the ball in the footy. Uh, skirted the ball uh, right in the pocket there and uh, yeah, run around and yeah, centered it with a, a real screwed uh, sort of kick to Stringer, I think it was. Um, it just showed really good vision and, and an ability to uh to find and read the play to um, like to get that footy to get that scoring opportunity I thought was uh, quite good for him. He's really developing that forward craft. I think Guelie um you know, you know, whereas previously he was like just an effort player where he was uh, you know not the best user of the footy and not the best decision maker to be quite honest um uh, you know he's really uh, performing quite a good role down there and, and that 10 tackles, uh, as that sort of pressure, uh, I suppose, defensive forward. I think he's playing a really uh, good role for us down there. And, uh, yeah, certainly making the defenders worry about, you know, that perceived um, you know, pressure of thinking, uh, yeah, yeah Guelph, well, he's not far behind you. Um, so I think he's playing a really good role for us. And, again, solid on the night. And finally, mate, Nick Martin. Uh, good game by Nick.
0: Added a couple of goals, 25 disposals, you know, um, and I, I just think that, uh, you know, what a wonderful first year player he's been for us.
1: Absolutely, mate. Um, yeah, so uh, just so composed with the footy, really good decision maker, a really good kick of the ball. Um, so, yeah, easily could have got votes. Um, I thought there were a couple of occasions he uh, sort of shanked the, the ball or didn't make the best, Um uh, the best, I suppose, selection of who to who to kick to actually went at sixty eight percent disposal efficiency, believe it or not. Um, but uh, had seven score involvements and um, yeah, really got involved more and more as a as the game went on. And uh, I, I'm loving seeing um, this bloke yeah continue to straight stuff and uh, and develop in the AFL. And um, yeah, well done to. Um, to Dodoro and the blokes for selecting this bloke, he's more or less seemed to come out of nowhere at the start of this year as a SSP because um, he's been an absolute uh, yeah, shining light for us uh, over what in the first half of the season was, was pretty dark times.
0: Yeah, and that's right. And you know, We've finally got to the end of the By the Numbers segment, mate. So, um, you yeah, know, thanks for all those who stick by us every week and have a listen. Um, but you know, it's been a m- lot more enjoyable uh, discussing the wins, mate. And although, you know, part of me says, yeah, you know, we had such a bad year, we should have tanked properly. And, got, <laughs> and actually, uh, you know, a really high end draft pick. Uh, I am enjoying the renaissance of us, uh, you know, being competitive again and taking on victories. And, you know, um, if it, it means we end up with pick seven instead of pick, two or three, and uh, I'm prepared to to cop that for a bit of fun now, and um, yeah, let's uh, hope the Bombers can continue that with a big
1: win over Collingwood, and try to end their winning streak, mate. Absolutely, mate, and I think it's it's not just the, the fun of getting wins now, that sort of sugar hit of getting some wins, it's it's building that sort of winning culture, I think, um, you yeah, know, that's something we haven't had for quite a long time, and yeah, it would have been nice to get a higher draft pick, but yeah, um, Certainly, if that goes towards, you know, ruining the culture of your football club, um, you know, you you definitely would rather the boys, um, you know, try to get the wins than, uh, yeah, I suppose just limp out the rest of the season, um, yeah, with, with little effort or desire to attack the contest. So, um, yeah, I'm certainly uh, very happy with the the wins, as much as they may not lead to anything uh, this season. Um, but yep, yeah, absolutely. Hope the boys can uh, yeah take the points over uh, over Collingwood because uh, there's few things in life that uh, yeah spark joy in me. Uh, then seeing the red and black um, yeah have a sook after the game.
0: Yeah, well, we, we won't be having a soak, mate.
1: If oh, the, 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 <laughs> black and white, sorry, yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah. As a famous fan once said get yeah, a big dog out be a word, so. <laughs> but um anyway uh thanks for listening again everyone and um till next week go bombers go dons